Welcome back to Push Push. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kessler. And we are your girlfriend's guide to Formula One racing. And we've been on a little bit of a, we've been on a little bit of an extended hiatus because our timings got off. Yeah, the timing was weird this week. We all, we, you know, it's summer. Summer. Where we are with our children and we are. <laughs> where we are. I think it's summer most places. It's just not like the other hemisphere, I guess, but. <laughs> Correct. Yes. We are out of school. We're experiencing summer, which means we're still trying to figure out our summer schedule, which is not playing well with our podcast schedule. And we're really trying to work down that. So sorry. And by, <laughs> by our summer schedule, we mean Shannon's outdoor pursuits are really not lining up with our available recording times because I'm coming to you still from my office and Shannon has days. She has days. She's booked and busy with booked her. Busy. I got recreational <laughs> activities. I just am moving from one room of my office to the other. And she has, she's got things to do. She's got steps to get in. She's got competition. She's got matches to have. I've just got emails to answer. I mean, I did answer emails from the pool this morning. And <laughs> <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be Shannon. <laughs> um, okay. So we are back. We have been back since Monaco, that was, I'm still, I'm still unwell. Uh, you know what I'm also unwell about is because I (laughs) stumbled upon some information and I'm going to use the word allegedly because. Oh, allegedly. Legalzoom.com, who is, provides the legal counsel for (laughs) the Push Push podcast. (laughs) A very official legal. (laughs) Uh, says that if you don't have firsthand knowledge of said account, then you have to use the word alleged. So allegedly, okay, well, allegedly, uh, Mr. Sergio Perez was seen, and there's video footage because I have seen the video dancing a little very too close, closely in a very uh, compromising situation with a young woman who was not not his wife, Mrs. Perez. And listen, if that's how you roll then that's great. Yeah, they may have an open... You have an open communication. Maybe you've got an open marriage. Maybe you'll dabble on the road. I don't know. I ain't in in your life. I don't know your business. However, (laughs) that his wife removed him from the Instagram profile pic... Oh, snap! ...with Mr. Checo at the moment. And the fact that he apologized... For the, he was like, this was a very bad party. Red, Red Bull. Bull party. <laughs> he said it was a very bad party and he did things that he regrets and he apologizes to the people he loves, which giving me the indication. Sounds like Sergio had some Sunday scaries. Sunday scaries. For- <laughs> so she removed him from the prof pick. She got herself a single portrait of herself as the profile pick. And I was like, oh, now, mind you, didn't they just have a baby? Two weeks old. Oh, Lordy Lord. She so, said, absolutely not. Go in your race, but do not disrespect me like that. Don't be racing Two down weeks. someone else's pants. Okay. That ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> don't be laying down the Checo. <laughs> absolutely. That's some close contact. That's close contact. And I, I saw the footage and I was like, okay. Mm-mm. Nope. And there is no world in which I live in that if I'm seeing my husband dancing and being this close and pulling his head into someone else's neck, that I'm ever going to see that and be like, oh, this is acceptable. This is okay. Absolutely not. 
No. Mm-hmm. And if somebody else approaches me in that manner, they're going to get an elbow to the ribs, a backhand fist to the nose, oh. to the throat. Keep your hands off of me. No, thank you. Wow. My grandfather taught she me. She said what she said. <laughs> and he was fair. He was like, listen, this is the move. Always gets him. I'm like, oh, they didn't see that coming. Here's my thing is where was Christian Horner and the Red Bull PR peeps to be like, we going to pay off whoever had that video, you know? Well, where's your team? Where's your team? Do you think Joss, that Yas had this sent out? Is maybe, maybe, maybe Yas has people, you know, Yas may have, yes, Yas has got people. Definitely If anybody's got people, Yas has people. Yas has people. Um, but, uh, there was also a a footage of Checo at a club. Um, and, and like, there was a, somebody in a Red Bull hat that intercepted the photo, like stood in front of the person trying to take the picture. But before they did that, it was a picture of him with another woman, um, in kind of a compromised situation at a clear. So, yeah, if you're in the club, you need to have a person with you. You're too rich. Yeah. You're too rich to not like, I don't, uh, first off, no acting a fool. Yeah. But second off, if you're going to act a fool, you need to take the steps necessary to ensure that that acting a fool is not put up on the internet. That's why like a lot of famous people won't let people take pictures of them and they yeah. like go they to special places and yeah. get on an NDA. Like there's things, there's measures in place to keep people's come on, Checo. but also Checo, you were my last hope. No, we only like, have one last tub and who? it's Sebastian Vettel, obviously. Like mean? in terms, I thought you meant of like a good person. Oh, oh on the Red no, Bull team. On the Red Bull team. No, because I was mm. like, Sergio was just like villain adjacent. And now yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, he just got oh. dragged in. He got dragged in. But now I feel like he's like, you know, you lay down with fleas. Yeah, he... You're going to get a little scratches, you know, like, I don't know if that's the actual analogy I was supposed to use. But you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, it just seems a little too messy. So, well, you know, T's and P's that. to uh, Sergio's wife. Because I, I mean, I don't, love don't want that for her. Nope. I just, I mean, do what so you want just, though, girl. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and we're just going to wrap up Monaco. Shannon's like, got some things to do later. Yeah. So we got to keep it moving. <laughs> got to keep it moving today. Um, <laughs> okay. Talk, keep it at Before we, before we get into, um, Azerbaijan preview, Baku preview, love, Baku also. Before we get into this Azerbaijan Baku, um, side note, one of my favorite races of all time preview. There's some, there's been off the grid happenings about Pierre Gasly being like, absolutely not to them. But speaking of Checo, Checo adjacent, Pierre Gasly is like keeping my options open, just like Sergio Perez's wife apparently now will be. Gasly is keeping his options open on, uh, the future. He's got one more year yeah. with Alpha Tori, but when he found out that they signed Checo, extended that deal, clearly it just shut the door on him coming back to Red Bull, which we kind of knew. Like they weren't yeah. taking him back. He Once you go down, you're not coming back up. They're not going to take you and put you in. Uh, it's not, not the elevator like doesn't go back and forth like that. Like if no. you came up and you couldn't make it and they sent you down, it kind of feels like you knew the writing was on the wall there. Right. But I guess maybe Pierre didn't see it. And so now he's keeping his options open and I'm going to go ahead and say it. So let's mark the tape right here. Got it. I bet, he, I bet in a couple years, well, his contract, he sells one more year on the contract. He's taken Daniel Ricardo's spot at McLaren. Mm-hmm. I said it here. 
Okay. Set it here. Just keep it in mind. Because old ZB ain't happy with Danny Rick at McLaren. No, he's not. And I think they, they're both in a position of um, maybe it didn't work out. Right. It doesn't work out. But yeah. you know what? I don't disagree with you on this, but here's where I feel like this may be. Lando is going to have the last word in this because he's going to be like, eh, I don't like Pierre. Remember what do you mean he doesn't like Pierre? He oh, yeah, because they like had the same girlfriend. They had that wag drama, wag drama. They both yes. got the Rona from the same girl. Right. Yeah, Who I forgot shouldn't about. have been giving Rona to Pierre because she got the Rona from Lando. Now, if you catch it from Ugh. Lando and then all of a sudden Pierre gets it and the only person in the mix. Allegedly. Lando <laughs> yes, and Pierre were swapping, you know, fluids. But, you know. The girl might have been okay, well, <laughs> be the, the connector of the two. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you on I've, I think I've heard this rumor, too, that um, that could be a replacement for Pierre or for Daniel. However, I'm I'm going with uh, I forget his name, but he's in. I think. Oh, they're going with you. a Nick DeVries. Yes. I'm going with the new kid. He, Zach's been spending a lot so. of time with him. A lot of time. Pierre's not consistent enough for McLaren. And McLaren's going to need either a new heavy hitter. I mean, speaking of incons inconsistent, not That's why, I mean, listen, I love Danny Rick, but he ain't putting consistency on the board. I mean, I don't <laughs> want him to leave. But honestly, Boo, listen, Dana Ricardo, my plant, is thriving in a new pot you know, I feel like maybe good, good to hear. person needs to be thriving in a new team. I think or, that Daniel Ricardo needs to go to IndyCar. Mm -hmm. He gets to be in America more. He loves it here. He loves it here. You I think, honestly, that's the pot he needs to be in. And I, yeah, I think that. that's how you get me into IndyCar. <laughs> you put Daniel <laughs> Ricardo in IndyCar. <gasps> that's the power move, guys. That's what they're going to do with Daniel. He's such a PR gold. He's been setting it up really well. Oh, and I give him claps for that. Like claps for Danny Rick. If that's the move. Also writing this down, you guys, Danielle just gave yeah. no claps. Okay. Oh, it. I mean, okay. 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 <laughs> I will clap for his, 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 his leaving the building. Like I will wave and be like, I wish you so well. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for you to succeed somewhere else. Not on my Sunday screen. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> Um, speaking of the United States and another crossover, another off the grid moment. Okay. What do you got? Daniel coming in hot today with the facts. Coming Stickers. hot. I've been checking the news. Love Brad it. Pitt, Lewis Hamilton making a movie together. I mean, well, Brad's in the movie. Lewis is being a producer slash consultant, but you know, he's going to make a cameo. Uh, gonna have a walk. How could he not? How could he not? I'm here for this. I'm here for all of this, top to bottom, tip to tail. This is it, my guys. <laughs> this is it's happening. It's really happening. I mean, I think that the Brad Pitt Lewis Hamilton combo is it's something we didn't know we needed, but I think we need. I think it's like a, a gift that we didn't expect but are gonna love. It's gonna be like your favorite pair of shoes that are in constant rotation and will outshine all the others in your closet. Yes. But it's the shoes that like someone said, Hey, you should try these on. Like you didn't see them on the rack. Someone mm -hmm. brought them to you and they were mm -hmm. like, you're going to need this. And then you're like, Oh my gosh. Oh yes. My gosh. Yes. This Love them it. so much. This is this what is I've been missing it. in my life. Um, 
Although I don't know how I feel about like the plot line is basically Brad Pitt is like an old F1 driver that like comes back. And I don't really know how feasible since like Brad Pitt is stunning, beautiful man, lovely, but he's a little old to like hit this, like was an F1 coming back kind of thing. But you know, whatever, that's neither here nor there. We don't know the story, right? So we don't know how it's going to play out. I'm sure that it's going to be done exceptionally well so I'm, I'm looking i'm gonna keep my eye open on this one i think it's yeah i'm here for this one and the director is the same director of the top gun movie that is all the rage i have not Ooh, seen it but I heard have heard great things so and supposedly this director was gonna was supposed to direct ford versus ferrari but budget or time or something didn't happen so now he's gonna get to have his car moment we're gonna get lewis we're gonna get brad we're gonna bring them all together it's gonna be great just put a little david beckham in that mix and it is surefire home run <laughs> Do you think that Danny Rick will get a, a cameo on this? Feel like he's going to weasel his way in. Don't weasel the honey badger. The honey badger just walk on set and they'll be like, there you go, sir. This is your spot. I mean, I'm just, I feel like a cameo coming. I love that for, for him. him. That, oh God, you guys, my F1 heart will explode if that happens. Yeah. I mean, I hope that for my F1 heart that it happens while he's driving IndyCar and that I don't have to have him on my grid. And the jester on the court at the same time. Oh, Lord almighty. Enough. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Okay. 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 Um, And my last bit of little tidbit is Alfa Romeo. We're going to bring it to Baku. Okay. Alfa Romeo, new, uh, new car this weekend. We're getting a special edition. Livery, now? right? That's how we say it. Livery, livery, yeah, livery. Um, is there a reason why? Do we know why? Um, yes, it's to highlight a new car that I, I think it's called the Tondal or something. But it's we're getting red, white, and green. We're getting an Italian tricolor moment. We're getting, you know, a nice it's, Italy moment. You'd think that we would save this for another race in Italy, but you know, yeah. it's to tie in with this car that they're releasing. And it's to show, because I guess when Sauber really invested in this, they wanted to make sure that there is like a crossover on the cars they're developing with what they're showing on the F1. So the lights on the car are the same lights as that are on this new car okay. that they're releasing. So well, that's cool. I love that. Do you think Tiffany's going to bring out the cricket and put some stickers on it? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, this is going to inspire <laughs> Tiff to give us some, she's going to give us like a lots of pasta, some sort of like... <laughs> tricolor moment like we're gonna get like some rotini or something on this like she's gonna be coming correct with her cricket um giving us something that's she thinks is italian but probably isn't and i can't wait to see it so let's everyone keep your eyes and ears out for what tiff whips up oh it's gonna be this so week. good i can't wait like it, it truly honestly is, <laughs> i can't these are like my countdown moments like i need a countdown on our stories just to be like Tiff's new helmet. Where are we at? <laughs> I didn't think that when we first went on this journey with Valtteri and Tiff that I was going to love it so much. But again, life comes at you fast. And <laughs> and it's the gift that continues to give. I also didn't expect Valtteri to be the one that understood and continues to understand the assignment on social media. Like, Oh, he's, he's the just- king. The TikTok king. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Mercedes admin had to step up once they they probably got a new one because they're like, Valtteri's gone. We don't have our content king. We got to get some we new. We got to get somebody. Although I will say whoever they're is doing great though at the Mercedes admin needs a raise and they are crushing it. Yeah, you're doing great, sweetie. Whoever so you are. So good. The one, have you seen the, um, like I think it was last week where it was like, it looked like a straight up Canva. Of oh yeah, the, yeah, the one with Comic Sans. <laughs> it was like, 
regular graphic designers out this week. I'm giving a go. <laughs> they get some they're doing some solid work the admin or admins are they're really bringing it it's so good so i'm I'm glad they're listening to the fans because you know who else is starting to really understand how formula one works who's that females and yes why because female presence in f1 is growing and you know what's growing with that the dollar signs because and viewership fans exactly we're increasing viewership we're increasing fandom we're increasing social media popularity we're throwing in the money because you know who spends spending the money this weekend as soon as danny rick's sweatsuit dropped oh i knew you were gonna buy that sweatsuit right here this <laughs> chickadoodle i did i was like Ooh, add to cart and by the time i got there the sweatpants i needed in my size were sold out i'm like yo i just he just launched like Three minutes ago, and those sweatpants were sold out. So I did get a, a sweatshirt, which I was very excited about. But don't have a matching sweatsuit, which you know me. You know I love a matching well, sweatsuit. And, but we, you just need to wait for the restock. You know they're coming with a restock. I, yeah, I know. I'm on the list. He sends me emails, and I open them every day. I don't open all my emails. I knew you were going to buy it. I called that in the stories. I said, will she buy this immediately or within moments? (laughs) It was funny because I don't know if you ever checked it, but I was like, I bought it last night. So (laughs) none of these are correct because I already did it. (laughs) It's already in the cart. It's already on its way. It's shipped and on its way. It's it's actually shipped. It should be. But true, like women, if you want to spend the money, like who's the primary spenders? I know this because, you know, I'm in the... Marketing, marketing and business. advertising yeah. area. And that's who you got to get to spend the monies. You get them on board, you bring the whole fam along. Exactly. And I'm going to give you a couple statistics here, a couple numbers. In 2021, women controlled the buying power with over $31.8 trillion in worldwide spending. Okay. Yeah. In 2020, 46% of the official NFL merch was purchased by. Oh, women. yeah. In 20. NFL's no dummy. Yeah, they ain't dumb. 65% of all new cars in 2021 were bought by women. Get it, girls. That's a great number. Independent women out here buying their own cars. So if uh, if you're curious about, okay, well, what percentage do you think women are in the F1 viewership? And, in, and this is a stat from 2019. So we know that we've had tremendous growth yeah, since, since 2019. Then. But the director of marketing and communications at F1, who was female or I think she's still on board, but um, it's a woman. 40, 44% of their fan base were women. And that's in 2019. So we don't have an accurate number on that as of 2022, but I can guarantee you that it's bigger than 44% now, which is pretty freaking amazing. And yep. The fact and we that- don't need Christian Horner coming out and saying nasty things about us no, as fans. We don't. Because maybe we like the faces, but we also like the cars and we like exactly. the action and we like the racing and the drama and all the technical stuff. So yeah. back up. And female fans just need something personal to connect to. Which yeah. Is Drive to Survive was so great for us because as soon as we connected to a personality, whether it's a trait you loved or a trait you hated, you got to pick a driver and you picked a lane. And you're like, okay, this is where I love. But female fans are very loyal. So yep. like you were saying before, like if Dana Ricardo leaves, like when he left Red Bull, I didn't want to be a Red Bull fan. I was no, like, you said goodbye. I'm a Danny Rick fan. So then I was like, now I'm a McLaren fan. This is great. And then if he leaves and he goes to IndyCar, I'm going to check him out in IndyCar because oh, yeah, you are to Danny Rick exceeds a team. It is to the person. To well, the- I, 
And that's what I was talking. Oh, we know you're committed to the DR3. Okay. 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 I was talking to someone because, uh, I was at like tutoring with, for my daughter and someone of course was like bringing up there like, Oh, you're my F1, you know, lighthouse. Mm -hmm. And, um, (laughs) and, and she was like, but we just watched the races. I haven't watched because also big ups to this mom who only lets her kids watch sports, no like random oh, shows. Really? And I was like, that's very smart. Do they just um, have so ESPN on loop? Like, is yeah, that I guess so. <laughs> Which I mean, like I, yeah. I was like, wow, I need to take some parenting notes. Um, but she was like, we watch that in the mornings on the weekends. Cause that's like, that's usually on or like tennis. And, um, and so she was talking about, I was like, who's your favorite driver? Who's your favorite team? Like, give me all the scoop. And she's like, well, I don't really know. Cause I don't know who the people are yet. And I was like, girl, you got to go back and you got to watch D, like DTS and then you will know who your, who your peeps are so that you have like a more defined rooting interest because yeah. it's hard if you don't like have, yes, especially if you're just like an American fan, there's not like, it's not like in Europe where it's like a more consistent part of the sports zeitgeist over there. Yeah. And I'm interested at, as a fan like that, that's new to the racing because of racing. How do you watch it? Like who do you root for? Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, who do you root for? And she's like, I know we just, we just watch it. She's like, now her husband has watched, I think the show and is like more, he's like a more in-depth fan, I guess. But I'm just saying like, you got to get a, you got to get a person, you got to get a team, you got to get a squad, you got to get, you got to know your people. Right. Yeah. She's like, I don't know any of that yet. And then I was like, you got to go listen to the pod. (laughs) You got to listen to the pod. You got to watch the show. I got homework. Like you gave me homework to take home so that I can help Reese learn how to read. I got homework for you so that you can get. (laughs) Because we need to know what lane to put you in. Okay. (laughs) We work better that way. It just works for us. I was like, I have some thoughts. So, but anyway, I thought that was interesting too, but like women are, we're on board. We're getting there. Yeah, we are on board. And this is another interesting, um, fact that I have for women. Hang on. It's going to take me a second. I thought I had this ready, but I didn't. So sorry. We were too busy talking about DR3. I know. I got sidetracked. <laughs> you got carried away. But it, it's a it's an interesting article, and I'll link this in our show notes, um, about women in Formula One, and it was from ESPN. And they did a survey of all 10 F1 teams about how many women are in senior roles within the team. Um, and of the core performance group who travels to the Grand Prix's what percentage are women? And I found this incredibly interesting. So I'm going to read through the teams real quick. Mercedes has the biggest workforce with over a thousand employees. 117 of those are women and 31% are in senior roles in Mercedes. Oh, that's pretty yeah, interesting. That's, great, that's good. Right? That's, okay. that's, that's the Lewis Hamilton effect right there. That is. And I also think when you have a bigger number, like a thousand employees, like you can have a bigger percentage. Yeah, because, right. Um, but in the, uh, the core race team of 65 people, four are women and further 20 people working at the factory in the race support team of the 20 people working at the support team for our women. So there's 20% total in that, um, in the core race program. And I was like, that is That's pretty cool. Yeah. Haas, you know, those are some bad bitches too. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, Haas, who are the smallest team on the grid, a fraction of the size of Mercedes employs 167 people, 15 are women. And I thought, okay. Hey, okay. Okay. Good Get you some girls in there. Know, right. McLaren has 66 people who regularly travel in the race team. Five are women. And one woman is in the senior management role, which doesn't surprise me. I don't think for McLaren. No, Alfa but Romeo, we could do better. We could do yeah, better. We could do better. Agreed. Um, is let's see on average, there are 51 people regularly traveling to races with Alfa Romeo of these five are women. 
And as for the F1 side of the company, is Tiffany counting that <laughs> work in senior roles, but there's also, um, on Alfa Romeo's pit wall is a senior strategy engineer. Her name is Ruth Buscom, um, who says, although she was inspired by legendary F1 engineers, Patty Lowe and James Allison, a female engineering role was missing. So she's kind of closed that gap, which I think is pretty. Does, nice. Isn't Ferrari's uh, one of their lead engineers? Hold on. Oh, Red Bull, Ferrari, just hang on. Sorry, sorry, um, sorry. Pump the brakes. Red Bull, Ferrari, and Williams did not respond to ESPN's survey. Aston Martin and Alpine said they were unable to provide the requested information. And Alpha Tori said, whilst <laughs> we do have high-level females in senior roles here at the factory, we don't have any in the race team. Be better. Right. We can do better. We, we can, can do, do better. better. We can do better. So, and I, I find this interesting in all aspects of bringing different people into roles in whatever company you're in, because a female is going to look at something different than a male. And it doesn't mean yeah. that it's the right way. And it doesn't mean the man's way is the right way. It just means it's a different perspective. And the more perspectives you have looking at anything, isn't that what you want? Like you don't want everything to be so repetitive that you're continuing to get the same results. Like you need to have yeah. people with a different lens looking at it through a different unique way. They're like, huh? Okay, cool. There was um, an article that I read to you about a woman who was in, She's not, it wasn't an F1, but it was in, it's not in the W series, but she was in, involved in like training cars, like mm -hmm. development in the cars. And she's like, I am ha at a disadvantage because the race pedals aren't small enough for my feet. Like they're too wide. So like she's pressing down on the pedal with a toe instead of like the ball of her foot. And she's like, I'm not getting a maximum performance out of this. So we need to find a way oh. in cars to make this more compatible with a female body. So like the W series cars are made differently than a formula one car, given the specs of a woman's body. That's very interesting. I thought that was super cool. I was like, hell yeah, girl. Yeah. Well, and yeah, we need to, we can do better. We can get more, but there isn't one of the Ferrari lead strategists, even though they didn't answer the survey is a woman, I believe. I would be interested in knowing that. Um, I didn't really dive any further outside of this article, but it's on my like, huh, I think we're going to have to have a whole episode geared toward women in formula one and what they do in the specific roles that they play. So I'm very intrigued by this. Well, can't wait. Can't I'm waiting wait. for the STEM programs in our schools here in Kentucky to start bringing in Formula One related content. Like, well, so we girl, you're going to be waiting. You <laughs> like, no, I wouldn't uh, hold out on that one <laughs> unless you have once again come into a bunch of money, which is what we're continuously waiting for yeah, to fund said program right. after our trip to Monaco. <laughs> so, guys, I tell you, we're putting it out in the world like Liberty Media, who owns Formula One. Listen, we're putting it out there. We want to be your host podcast for female viewership. We let us have the money to throw the resources and the knowledge and all of these programs to help grow Formula One from like the youth and above. And let us have the money to put in the schools and introduce Formula One so that the people to the youth. To the youths, especially to the specifically to the female STEM engineer people that are, you know, coming up through the Well, race. when Danny Rick becomes an Indy car driver, we can arrange his tour of all the schools since he'll have so much Rick, free time. If Danny Rick gets into IndyCar, I have a connection there. And this is going to be how my dream in life comes true. Well, just squeeze Danny Ricardo. Not like, you know, you know, like the um in the 
Bugs Bunny cartoon where it was like the fuzzy bunny where it's like he bets him so hard. <laughs> you squeeze it and it just yeah. squeezes the life out of him. I didn't love you. I promise <laughs> I won't do that to him, but I might get a little close. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, uh, we're going to roll Danny Rick's Rick episode. <laughs> this is not the plan, guys. This is not the layout that we talked about before, but here we are. It was not. <laughs> when the spirit moves you, you just go and take it. <laughs> Gotta follow it. Uh, well, speaking of Liberty Media and the F1 leadership, this brings me, I'm taking over this week's What in the F1? What in the F1? I've got F1? Oh, What in the actual F1? Yes. Okay, so I uh, have some comments recently that FIA, I guess this is FIA, but like whatever, same one. They're one and the same, right? Is Liberty Media own this, the FIA? Well, who owns the FIA? No. I don't know who owns the FIA. But anyways, my, uh, Ben Suliam, he described, he is the um, president of the FIA. And okay. he said last month during the Monaco GP that he described motorsport as being too political before highlighting Vettel's promotion of LGBTQ rights, Hamilton's activism on human rights, and Norris's attempts to encourage conversations on mental health and comparing the trio to former world champions, Nikki Lauda and Alan Prost, who said, who he said were only quote, interested in driving end quote. Here's exactly what he said, which is an full on what in the actual F1. Quote, wow. Nikki Lauda and Alan Prost only cared about driving. Now Vettel drives a rainbow bicycle. Lewis is passionate about human rights and Norris addresses mental health. Everybody has the right to think to me, it is about deciding whether we should impose our beliefs in something over the sport all the time. And quote, absolutely not. You had to clarify, but here. no, no. And his clarification wasn't much better because he talked about, he's like, I'm Muslim and I don't go to meetings and talk about being Muslim and like all this stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah, if there was a country that you had to go to that was anti-Muslim, I would expect for you to speak out on that because that's wrong. Like, absolutely not to saying drivers only need to drive. And Seb came back and was like, well, he didn't come back. This was in an article that was just came out in Attitudes magazine because he's on the cover because he's an ally. But he basically like, we need to keep going to these countries that have backwards rules and being like activists for it. Cause he went to the Hungary Grand Prix last year and wore his like rainbow because they were against LGBTQ rights. And obviously we, whenever we go to Saudi Arabia, it gets a little, there's all kinds of things. And yeah. usually Lewis is speaking out on that. And then our boy Lando is just trying to talk about how people can have all kinds of stress and anxiety and mental health issues. Like these are no. things that we need to be talking about. And I'm, yes. I, I am clapping it up for the drivers who are using their platform to talk about things that have yes. been crushed by leadership for so long. So Seb, keep doing it. Lewis, I know you're going to keep fighting. Lando, Yes, I'm a high five you. I don't always like to do that, but fuck yeah. When you talk about yes. mental health and that we need to talk about this more and embrace it, thank you. Thank you. And Seb's, let's just give a moment for our king icon legend, Seb. He said, quote, I didn't do it to be popular, but if LGBT, LGBTQ people who had been upset by the legislation were encouraged to see that I'd stood up against it, obviously that's pleasing to know. And perhaps more F1s have begun to think about diversity and inclusivity because of the actions of some of us. And if they have, I'm pleased. I'm happy and honored to be your straight ally. Yes, Sebastian Vettel. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Honestly, yes. All of that. <laughs> Absolutely yes to Sebastian Vettel off the grid, on the grid, Seb's having some hard times. I don't think he really wants to be there, but absolutely yes for him using his platform for good. 
Yes. I also, I don't even know if this is the can of worms I want to open right now, but it's, Uh I I, I stumbled upon an article that I was like, wait, what? Maybe that's a new segment that we should offer to. Wait, what? (laughs) Um, So apparently Sebastian Vettel has hair plugs and that (gasps) is why he has so much hair. Because if you look at like 2019 (laughs) Seb, he didn't have all of like, he had a very receding hairline and then it went down further that he got the information from Lewis Hamilton, who I've heard mm, has that plays. I've, I've heard that too. Yeah. And I was like looking at, you know, or like young Lewis and I was like, Oh, that's definitely, he did not have that much hair, but yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. his like hairline was going, yeah, he had like the little, line, mm-hmm. which either, I don't care either way. Like if you want plugs, get plugs, live your life. Just, yeah. I don't see any different than women getting extensions. And if, if, yeah. if there's any enhancement that you want to do for you and that is your business, I'm going to stay out of it. I'm just talking on this conversation because I didn't know Sebastian was even brought into the conversation. But according to Lewis, he says he doesn't have hair plugs. It's that he changed his hair. He wasn't using like. Um, so he just like changes hair products anymore. Yes. He said it's because. He, he, Is he just he, using Monat now or something? Right. And I was like, I don't know. And so now I'm like, wait, so is Sebastian using the same hair cape? care products as Lewis now and that's how he has like the new growth or is it plugs for both is it plugs for one I don't know I just found this I was, it was one of those things that I was like I didn't know I was here but once I got here I was like oh, wait what <laughs> we both brought Seb up and then we took him back down oh no, no 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 it's not a down I again I applaud like again whatever you do to feel your best you fucking do it I don't care if it's a vitamin I don't care if it's a hair plug just do it. Like live your it life, baby. Me. I'm not downing on him because he does it. I'm like, fuck yeah, live your life the way you want to live it. Go doggy, go. <laughs> and I'm, I mean, I'm here for curly haired Seb. I mean, it's a little, it's, it's a little unkempt, but you know, who am I? You know, if you followed our slides the other day, we had a Justin a JB <laughs> and Seb side by side. And I was like, wow, they really do have the same hairstyles in the same corresponding years. Coincidence? I don't know. I think not. I think we need JB on the, the pit row with, uh, with Seb for a little side by side. That would be, that's a collab. We need. Mm-hmm. Imagine Haley Bieber on the grid. So chic. chic. Oh, she would wag it up like no one's biz. I mean, it'd be so chic. So chic. So, so chic. Um, okay. Speaking of getting onto the grid, let's okay. talk about this race. Let's talk this about Baku. I know. Your favorite. Don't have a, it is my favorite. It's, favorite. it's a road race. It has a castle. I love it. I love Azerbaijan. I think that it's it's going to be great. Yeah, it's a great city. You think the, that um, Pierre is going to make the podium again? No, I, I don't, don't think so either. No, I, don't. I don't. I did. I've been watching. <laughs> no, with my daughter Ruby Jane, who is super into anytime Max has an issue. She's like, "Isn't that the race that he kicked the tires, Mom?" And I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "You want to watch?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like. I do. I just love how I said, do you think he's going to put him in? You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, so the, there are 51 laps in this race. It is, uh, it's a long course. The it's long, a long. Course, third mm-hmm. longest on the calendar. Um, we have two DRS zones, which I love. And, yeah. It's going to be because Monica only having one was kind of a shitter. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, is that, is that all you got for That's us? That's really about the, it. I mean, that's all you got for us? There's a castle in the middle of it. There's a castle. <laughs> and it has a great start. It has like, I yeah. mean, it's like terrible for the drivers, but great. It's like a yeah. iconic. As iconic far start. as like the shape 
of these go like it's interesting because it gives us a circle and it gives us a rectangle which we don't normally see it's giving us it's giving us a lot of shape work (laughs) it's giving us a lot of shape work and i just find that to be so interesting because i i have like a my parents gave me um like a framed poster of the tracks and their silhouettes and now i like to play a game called what track is this and can i cover it up and like figure out which one it is and i'm pretty good at it it's it's pretty great I feel like Baku is a great race because it gives you a little bit of everything. We get yeah. street race. We get oh, we get a little like some good turns. We got got a couple DRS. I feel like you get a lot. It's doing a lot for us, and I appreciate that. I feel like it's an also a good time of the year. I feel like it brings a lot of people on. Like people are like, oh, it's summer now. Like what's happening on you know. Anyways, it's a favorite of mine. It's a fan favorite. I'm. I usually think I, the street is a little bit wider, so you get a little bit more space for passing than Monaco. It's a street race, but it's not as tight. Yeah. So I'm here for this. I'm, it's it's, gonna be fun. I stand by my choice that this is like one of the races on my bucket list to go to. I love this that. Spa. I want to go to spa too. So, you know, we all have our things. I love it. I mean, listen, I'm here for this journey. I will be your F1 travel buddy until you kick me out. That's fine. <laughs> I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so who do we think is going to hit the podium on this one? I think we're going to need a podium Charles prediction. On- yeah. We're getting, he's going back. He's coming back. He's, um, He's a man on a mission. He, yeah, he's got something to prove, and I think he's going to prove it here. Um, I don't foresee like a crazy mid-pack race this yeah. year. I just oh. think it's going to be. Do you like think a, that what's his face is going to hold up the line again, Fernando? Uh, yeah, I will slice his tires. I will, <laughs> drive, I will fly to Baku and slice his fucking tires. No, I think he's going to DNF. I think it's. Oh, DNF. That's a bold prediction. uh, You know, I feel like he's going to have some engine failure and like something's going to happen. He's going to spin out like, you know, weird tire issue or some bullshit. Um, Do you think Mick crashes again? Because Gunter said no more crashing, Mick. We don't have enough money for all that. I don't think so. I think, but I don't think we're going to see an aggressive Mick. Do you think Haas is like, are we, is like Haas. Did we already have the highs of Haas and now we're back in the lows? Or do you think we're going to get no. a Haas glow up? I think we're still going to, I think K-Mag's got some things he's got to, I agree. sentences he's still trying to pronounce, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think we're going to get an aggressive Mick. And I think we're going to get a crafty K-Mag. But I don't know, I can't see yet, like, where is he going to be? Um, Who do you think, think is gonna higher? Yeah, K-Mag or Botas? K-Mag or Botas? Oh, Botas is going to come out with that new livery and he's, I know he's finishing in the points. Wait, let me get the podium. Okay. We have Charles on the podium. Um, Top. Who's your number one? Who's your P1? P1's going to go to Charles. Okay. Yes. Love that. And then I'm going to give George Russell. I was also thinking George Russell is going to be on the podium this week. Yeah. And then I think Max is going to be P3. (laughs) And none for good. I don't want to say that, but you know. Which is sometimes it's weird because if he doesn't get first, like it's last for him. It's he it's, it doesn't like you know he's out. So and then Joss, and then yeah, not Joss. Joss I'm just putting so it out in the universe that I want him to not be first. How about that? Well, like, I mean, I'm I understand. I'm here for that. That's uh, I also think we get a strong showing from Lando. That's a, I don't I don't necessarily yeah. think it's a podium moment for Lando, but I do think we're like top five. Okay, okay, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. Um, my podium, I think it's George Russell in third. I think it's Max in second. And I think Charles comes up 
in first. I think you get a Checo DNF. I think where he, I think that something happens and Red Bull basically says like, you can't sit with us for this race. Cause you've, you've, t- you've done too much. Do you think that, um, <laughs> that Mrs. Perez is going to be like, Oh, you can't drive without your power steering wheel. <laughs> like, yeah. like, she's it. in the garage. She's paid somebody in the garage to loosen up some valves or something. Mm-hmm. Like, um, let him crash a car, but let a tire fall off. <laughs> and I think we get, I think then it's four Carlos five Lando. That's my oh, prediction. You're going one through five. Okay. Like yeah. That. Well, I'm giving you, I'm giving people the most today. I like, I like that. I mean, <laughs> if I'm going to prepare, I'm going to give you the most. <laughs> I, I'm here for this, Danielle. This is a good one. I like it. How many cars do you think don't, don't finish? Let's make a little pr- prediction on this. Ooh, I think okay. three, three DNFs. All right. Let's see. Who do you got? Uh, I think we get like, uh, Yuki. No, not Yuki. I think we get like, how do I say his last name? Joe. Joe Guan Yu. Joe Guan Yu. Um, I think Joe Guan Yu does not finish. I think. Fernando Alonso does not finish. And I think Checo does not finish. I think Checo and Fernando Alonso get into some sort of like, and then I think okay. our poor you, I just think he has, has had, had a rough go and I just don't see it for him. Okay. I see, I like, I like that actually. You know who I really think is going to get in the points this weekend too? Daniel Ricardo. No. Oh, <laughs> no. I figured okay. that was on brand for this episode. <laughs> Given up on that one. Um, I think Alex Albon. Oh gosh. Alex Albon, when Daniel Ricardo leaves Formula One, Alex Albon is about to take his spot in your heart. No, no. On the grid. Not your heart on the grid. Passion for Alex Albon like that. Well, you don't yet, but who knows? He his his you moment know, on like- DTS this season may be like <laughs> the one that's filming right now may capture your heart and mine, you know? You know, like when you're in uh, when you're younger, you're like, uh, no, I don't like him like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel. About it. I'm like, no, not like that. I just like and, him. Um, and then like six months later, you're like, wait a minute. Wait a I minute. do like him like that. So Maybe don't I'm rule it out. Push out of the friend zone with him. And <laughs> I'm just saying it could happen because you've been, your feelings have only been growing for Alex Alvin. Oh, he's really doing a lot in the Williams, which, you know, <laughs> Latifi just doesn't. Well, Latifi's <laughs> not doing much and nothing. He's not doing so. anything. Also, I found out, did you know oh. that? Um, Is this in, our did you know? Is it's this not, it? my, I have two did you knows. Um, okay. Because that. In 2020, and I don't know if this is going to ha- if it's still el- like I couldn't find that um, if it's true. So if anybody wants to fact check this and let me know, that'd be great. But in 2020, that uh, Stroll and Latifi both had to drive under American license to compete in Formula One. So like Canada doesn't even want them. They're like, no, you take them. Because oh. <laughs> it was oh. back when they were doing racing, but Canada was like, we're not letting people participate in sports because of COVID. COVID. Uh, So they were like, okay, well then we'll get them under American license. And then it was like, well, if either of them get on the podium, which they didn't, um, like would they play the net, like the American national anthem or would it be the Canadian national anthem? And they said that they could do the Canadian national anthem if they got on podium. But then Canada's like, it's okay. You don't have to. They're like, we don't, we don't, we don't really, this question because (laughs) we don't really want that. We're confident they're not getting they're not who we really want up there for us exactly uh, so kid is like we're good okay before we before we close off is your did you know i was teeing you up i thought you were gonna take another tangent i was like no no hold on this is good no i was serving you the ball yes thank you see i was at the net really i know i know (laughs) um 
did you know that Liberty Media, who owns Formula One? Wait, I do have to say one thing. Every time you say yes. Liberty Media, I want to go Liberty, Liberty, or like Liberty, 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 Liberty. Liberty. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Okay, go ahead. Love it. Um, they also own the Braves. Oh. And they own Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Is this another play for you to have a skipping up by somebody? You're like, hey, if I just keep saying it enough, they may hear this. <laughs> you got to shoot your shot, Danielle. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm just riding along. Yeah. So that was actually, that was um, uh, when I was doing my research, I found that and I told the girls that in the car and they were like, mom, that would be a great did you know on the pod. And I was like, yeah. Thanks, girls. Um, also, if we ever get a soundboard, I'm adding that Liberty, the one where the guy goes Liberty, Liberty, when he's trying, that's what I'm adding to the soundboard. So whenever you say Liberty, it would be like that <laughs> until then I'll just mumble it in the background. Perfect. You're the best soundboard we have. Dana. <laughs> All right. Well, that is a wrap on this week's episode. We are very excited for a race week. I don't know Yay, what to do with myself when week. there's not a race week. My I weekends know. don't feel complete. I know. They're missing something. I just kind of feel like I just. It feels drift. flat. It yeah. feels like a flat weekend without it. So this week we're back. We're at Baku. We'll be over on our social. So you should join us there yes, on Instagram should. and TikTok at F1 Push Push. We would also be thrilled to death if you would leave us a review, rate us, uh, tell us how wonderful you think it is, who your favorite driver is, drop whatever kind of commentary you want in there as long as it's, you know, yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> keep it clean. You don't have anything nice to say. You can keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. But yes, we would be happier than Tiffany with a new livery to design for if you would just head over there, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review. And until next time, push, push.